0: Well, before we get the show started, Horse Radio Network for the first time has a wide selection of Horse Radio Network merchandise available for the holidays. Hats, saddle pads, masks, clothing, mugs, and so much more. Either screen printed or embroidered. Get your orders in now for you or your HRN listening friends. Visit Horseradionetwork.com and click on the banner on the homepage today. Happy holidays, everybody. Good morning, everyone. It's Tuesday, December the 1st, 2020. We are working on getting a permanent episode for the first Tuesday of the month. In the meantime, I thought you would enjoy looking back at another hour of the Holiday Radiothon from years past. It has been a tough year for many of us, and it isn't over yet, so all the happiness and joy we can bring to each other is certainly welcome, and I think this episode will do that for you. We went back to the first year of Radiothon, 2015, and Debbie's Hour on Horsemanship Radio. This was the one where Triple Crown winning trainer... Bob Baffert and Monty Roberts joined in, plus Olympian Charlotte Berdahl. Debbie always has the best guests at Radiothon of any of us, and uh, I think it's worth a listen. So take a listen right after this word from our great sponsors, and Jamie and I will see you tomorrow morning. to this shape is the cutback at the elbows. This gives more room for elbow movement as well and prevents galls in the elbow area. You can find the shoulder relief cinch at totalsaddlefit.com That's totalsaddlefit.com
3: In the world of horse racing and elite equestrian sports, it's all about how to prepare and repair. Ice Vibe is a truly portable and highly efficient circulation therapy system for your horse. Before activity, prepare to prevent damage by using the Ice Vibe's vibration pads. Repair after the event by using the unique combination of cold packs and vibration to minimise swelling and encourage blood flow. And because it's battery powered, Ice Vibe is truly portable. The essential and affordable tool to prepare and repair. Ice Vibe.
0: You can find out more details about Ice Vibe at ice-vibe.com or horseware.com. Or ask your local tax shop or online supplier for more information about Ice Vibe Circulation Therapy from Horseware. This is the horsemanship 1 to 2 p.m hour of the 2015 horse radio network holiday Radiothon by Wedabitada. To hear all 12 hours of the radiothon visit horseradionetwork.com. find it on iTunes on the horse radio network feed by searching horse radio network. If you are listening on the free HRN phone app you will find all 12 hours under the stable scoop show enjoy! <laughs>
4: the horse world need wait no longer the 2015 horse radio network holiday radiothon will start in less than two minutes so let's go to colleen from weatherbeta for the call
5: this is colleen from weatherbeta the hosts are saddled up the prizes are ready and the holiday voicemails are loaded in the gate and
4: they're off
0: That's right. You are listening to the Holiday Radiothon. We are in hour five, Wendy. You just said at the end of last hour that we were half done. You are wrong. We are not close <laughs> to half done. Actually, we got a couple more to I go. Yes.
6: Positive. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to be your
0: cheerleader. (laughs) The Horsemanship Hour of the uh, Horse Radio Network 12-hour live holiday radiothon is here. It's brought to you by Weather Vita with additional support provided by Horselovers.com and Cavallo. I am Glenda Geek, and with me in the studio is Dr. Wendy Ying of the Driving Radio Show, and we are your MCs for the entire 12 hours.
6: And this hour, we're joined by the host of Horsemanship Radio, Monty Roberts' daughter, Debbie Lukes, and her mother, the world-renowned sculptress and horsewoman pat roberts welcome guys woohoo hi uh, this well, is we have debbie. debbie here
0: we don't have
7: pat yet we're waiting Cat's for pat still they're, coming? they're, they're okay. working on it yeah colin's studio that
0: we use is being a little grouchy so they're working on that right now but we have debbie hi debbie
7: hi glenn how are, and and winnie how are you
6: great how are you doing are you having a good uh, holiday so far
7: we are. We've had a lot of fun. Lots of turkey, lots of food, and lots of family. So it's been fun. Yeah. And mom's in a different area where, than where I am right now. So we're, um, we're, we're calling you from Orange County in the sunshine like Florida.
6: All right. We've had a lot of callers from California today. Exactly. Yeah. I
7: heard, yeah, heard Huntington Beach and um, mm-hmm. some other California. So you've been music. listening
0: in? Have you been enjoying
7: I have you guys. I've been just rocking out to all the music. I love that music coming into us. Perfect for mom. Darn, wish she'd heard it. Um, <laughs> she's gonna have fun. Yeah. No, the the callers have been great. Are you kidding? Six Dooley halters. I've been listening to all yes. morning. That was awesome.
0: <laughs> we we have the most talented listeners, don't we? You we really do, do. You do.
7: And, and the guests were, have been great too. It was fun listening to Lynn Palm and and then um, and Jamie and you guys in the first hour. I missed the. Uh, Daniels, Charlie
0: Daniels, well, yeah, you will have to I, listen back to that. I want to remind everybody. well, let's just uh, do that, and then we'll get your mom on here. yeah uh, that uh, we have twelve hours of unbelievable guests over three thousand dollars in prizes, twenty hosts, and you, the callers. we you can find it all on our website. just go to horseradio network dot com and click on the radiothon banner in the middle of the page. The live feeds are also there. And our theme for this year's radiothon is your favorite holiday memories. Debbie has some unbelievable guests lined oh, up today. I'm
7: pinching myself, Glenn. I, know. I I'm just pinching myself. You should be um, nervous, by you- the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not nervous because it's already ca- in the can, right? Okay. But um, yeah, I'm pinching myself. Have you told everybody? No, fun- tell them. After- Bob, 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 Bob Baffert. I mean, I wish we had American Pharaoh, but somebody had to speak for him. You had day. the
0: guest of the day. There's no question in my mind. Oh, you you win oh, the award for top guest, guest today. Oh,
7: but but he uh, he was awesome. He was, and and Glenn was so cute. I wish people could see the the Skype chat that was going on behind while I was talking to Bob comfortably and casually. Glenn's like, oh, nice tone. And you know, and, and I the call dropped at one point. It was really fun. Oh. Anyway, yeah. also. <laughs> We also have a Olympian Charlotte Bradal Baker, just one of our dearest, dearest friends, and uh, oh, and, and that other guy, that other oh, guy, and my dad too. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, who has their mom and dad on as as hosts and guests? Right? Monty <laughs> Roberts will be on. We got to tease him about the um, the whole uh, you know Julie Halter thing too. Maybe we can sing it for him or something. But um, no, and let's,
0: and let's mom, do this. Let's uh, bring your mom on. Hi, Pat Roberts. <laughs> Good morning. There's thank you so much for joining us. Oh, well, thank you for
8: inviting me, and I'm really looking forward to this hour.
0: Well, we have so much to do. We have a lot to do, so let's get right to it. Pat, we're going to talk to you more in a bit, okay? Um, and I want right. to thank you. First, I want to thank you guys so much for putting Jennifer up. We had the most fantastic trip. We got to do some of the most amazing things, <laughs> and hanging out at your house for a couple of days was a true blessing. And, and thank you so much for that. Well, it was our pleasure. We appreciate it. Well, before we get into the prizes, I wanted, there was something that was sung by two of our listeners. I want you guys to listen to. His name is Bill Officer. That is his name, Bill Officer, and uh, Denise Raymond. And they did a little duet. And I just thought of you guys, and I want you to, I want to play it for you, and then we'll get to our prizes, and then we'll get to Monty.
1: Okay. It's short. I really should ride
2: Baby, it's cold outside
1: This horse needs some hay
2: Baby, it's cold outside
1: This evening has been So very nice
2: I'll hold your hands Oh, your nails not nice
1: My gelding will start to worry
2: how girl, what's your hurry?
1: Will be the stall.
2: Why can't you be the so girl at the mall? Really, own? I
1: better scurry.
2: How girl, please don't hurry. But
1: maybe just around, I won't fall.
2: Why are all the horses so tall? Horses is
1: my thing.
2: Baby, it's bad out there.
1: I'm lost in the dream.
2: Those horses are fat out there. I wish
1: I knew how.
2: you got the horse gleam now.
1: I love the smell. I have
2: to say, on oh, a horse you are 12. I
1: ought like to say, whoa, 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 sir.
2: Can you and that horse get At any least closer? I
1: get in a ride.
2: That horse is really hurting my pride.
1: Oh, I really must go. Dang,
2: horse wins again. I
1: don't care if it's <laughs> cold outside.
2: I thought you guys would like that. That's (laughs) hilarious. That is hilarious.
1: I
8: know what they mean.
0: (laughs) I figured you'd relate. (laughs) I can relate.
8: (laughs) It was really cold when I went riding the last couple of days.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was great. We have the best listeners. Uh, Debbie, tell us about our prizes.
7: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You guys, we have a Kvala Western uh, Barrel and Endurance Stock Pad Performance Enhanced. Uh, it's a, it's worth $165, you guys. Tri-Density Solution combined with fine finishing details, including genuine leather butt joints, nylon bindings, and aeration perforations, provides the ultimate in saddle pads, benefiting both horse and rider. That's at cavallo-inc.com. And... Not to be forgotten. We've got a one-year membership to the Monty Roberts Equus Online University. That's uh, that's about 100 bucks, you guys. Um, I love describing this as the Rosetta Stone of Equus, the language of horses. So <laughs> we like to say the dad cracked the code on Equus, the language of horses. It's a gestural language, like signing for the deaf, and that knowing that Equus, uh, the language of it, Jennifer and I talk about this all the time, it ramps up the fun by like a 1,000%. And, uh, you know... Dad's famous for launching the the book, uh, "The Man Who Listens to Horses," back in the '90s. But now he's got 350 interactive video lessons, with one added uh, each week, and they stream 24 seven for students to learn. And today, you get a a promo code day pass for a free ride. Very go to good. Monty, yeah, go to montyrobertsuniversity
0: and uh, I can tell you from experience that most of the hosts on the Horse Radio Network have bought that and are in it all of the time. So it is great. well worth the the investment and the money that you'll pay to uh, to do that. And give it as a gift. It's a great gift. It's a gift of learning, basically. So, uh, you know, get it for your friends that are into horses. They will appreciate it.
7: Thank you. Yes. And at the end of every hour, we'll be giving away some amazing prizes. And Wendy's going to tell us about this hour's prizes But I just did. Sorry, Wendy. I stepped on your (laughs) That's (laughs) okay. Why don't you tell us about the grand prize? Uh, No, you do that. Your turn. Oh. Oh. Okay. The grand
6: prize is a $1,000 grand prize to one lucky winner. And it consists of the Benefab Rejuvenate Smart Scrim sheet, two half gallons of Sore No More Performance Ultra, a pair of Dublin lifestyle boots, and a Wetherbeta Freestyle Detach a Neck Medium Turnout Blanket, which I love those blankets. Yeah, you best. can still qualify by calling in with your favorite holiday memory sometime today at 435-272-1997. So get your entries in and call us.
0: Right well, well, while we're waiting for your first guest, Pat, do you have a favorite holiday memory? I mean you must have oh i have but,
6: yeah. I do, I
8: really do when I was very, very young um i uh, would go with my family uh out to my grandmothers who lived uh, in the country my my parents basically were. Uh, in town. And uh, to my dismay, I really love going out to the country. And I, the, one of the, the first memories I have of Christmas is being fascinated by a Christmas tree. And they did not have electricity there on the farm. And so it was all candles. So you can just imagine what, what a little girl looking up into this big tree with all these candles lit. What a memory that is. And and you know the other thing that I, that made this so so special, is that my uh, grandfather would actually uh, put uh, drive a horse pulling a sled behind and dress up as Santa Claus, and he would haul up and down the country road delivering presents to the other children that lived about a mile or so away, and my. Parents told me, now, you listen uh, for the sleigh bells, and when you hear the sleigh bells, you know that Santa Claus is coming. Sure enough, here comes my grandfather, which I didn't know, dressed up as Santa Claus with a big sack of <laughs> presents on his back. And I mean, how many kids have a memory like that? I'm really lucky.
0: Mm-hmm. That
7: is so great. That is so That'd cool. so fun.
0: That is so neat. <laughs> and the funny no,
7: part Daddy. is, there, there was no snow. He was dragging <laughs> no, it no, along. There wasn't snow. Better. <laughs> it was just a farm sled. You know, there's
8: a little sand b- beside the road. But right. no, nope, it was just an old wooden sled. and
0: or Yeah, horse. no snow. <laughs>
8: well, let's... Now, uh, it's, a Ca- it's a California
0: Christmas memory. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> <laughs> a sled in the sand. <laughs> so now, sand. Yep. let me ask you two, which one of you is going to introduce Monty like he needs any? But if you you want to make an attempt,
7: (laughs) I'd be happy to. I'd be happy to. He's known as the man who listens to horses. His training is renowned globally, and he's in the in in some of my earliest holiday memories. (laughs) Welcome, Monty Roberts. Hello. Hey, there he is. Merry Christmas, Monty.
9: (laughs) Hi, (laughs) how are you and Merry Christmas to all of you?
0: Before Thanks. you guys start, I have to interrupt because I have to thank Monty. He doesn't know this, and he prob- I'm probably going to get in trouble, or get huh? you in trouble. I'm not sure which. <laughs> but it, I was so sorry we missed you when we came out and stayed there a couple of weeks ago. But I keep bragging to everybody on the air that I got to ride one of Monty's horses in Monty's saddle at Monty's farm. I keep bragging mm-hmm. about <laughs> that. I'm going to live with that one forever, Monty. So <laughs> Okay. All right. By the way, you I have a you mighty comfy fun. saddle. You do. I got to tell you. Okay. <laughs> I almost brought that home with me. Yeah. I your hope horse. It was fun for you. It yeah. was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, great.
7: You made him look good, too, dad. Good yeah, horse, right. good saddle. <laughs> Glenn looked pretty
0: good.
7: Okay. So, so, so which horse did you
8: ride? I'm
0: Trying to remember it was the white one. which it was the
8: um Oh, it was it was
6: Baron.
0: Baron. Yes. That's right. I rode Baron. Yeah, That's your yeah. second time well, you,
6: riding, Glenn. Yes,
0: and you know what? Baron was doing side <laughs> passes. All kinds of stuff made me look so good, and I had no idea what I was doing. So it was, perfect.
9: it was perfect. Yeah, you made a great choice.
7: <laughs> yeah, there you go. He, well, Debbie, he's go a ahead.
8: special willing
7: partner horse. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Okay, well, I've been prepping Dad for this. He has so many holiday memories. <laughs> we, I bet. We, <laughs> we, we picked some good ones. But I don't know what he's going to say right now. But, Dad, what's your favorite holiday memory?
9: Well, I've got so many as you as you mentioned, and uh, I started talking about the Easter holiday ones. I don't know why everything happens on Easter for me, but a lot of things happened during the December holidays too. And uh, one of the things that I remember is that after getting Shy Boy, which happened in Easter, um, but later on there we were uh, with our Mustang, and he was getting very gentle and uh, starting to train thoroughbreds out to the track, going through the starting stalls and everything. And along comes a guy from Arizona, and he says, uh, I have uh, adopted five Mustangs. Mm -hmm. Sorry, four Mustangs. And Shy Boy would make five Mustangs. And um, I've got a challenge for you. I would like them to go in the... uh, New Year's parade, the Rose Bowl parade, <laughs> uh, in parade. five months. In five <laughs> months, man. yeah. I, nobody I watches you, that. Yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah. What go from wild you, to I, Rose Bowl parade broke in five months? Yeah. What's the problem? Says,
9: I give you five months to get five Mustangs ready to go down Colorado Boulevard with uh, I don't know a million people or something. A million people mm-hmm.
8: at least mm-hmm.
9: watching, and then they they. Uh, supersonic planes going overhead and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And all those blinking, uh, what do you call them? Uh, Big floats with the music going (laughs) and everything. It's the most incredible challenge for a horse ever. And we had five months. And Shy Boy went to work and he started training these horses, mostly in our indoor arena. But we had music going. We had things falling down out of the ceiling and all sorts of things. And on January 1... Uh, of that year, we rode down Colorado, Colorado Boulevard five miles with five Mustangs, and millions of people watching TV and live, and the supersonic planes. And not one horse put a foot wrong. It was just incredible how well it went, and uh, it's one of the yeah, it's one of the highlights of my entire career. No question about that. And uh, it was so much fun, and it was so much fun to watch uh, Shy Boy doing this training, and it was incredible how he would go right along beside them and then walk over the tarpaulin and the manhole covers, where they had to learn how to walk over manhole covers because Saddam Hussein was hiding under one of those somewhere. Anyway, uh, that was a memory uh, that was just so fantastic. And the other thing I remember about Christmas is that Pat is a sculptress, as you know, and uh, she has, how many, Pat, about 100 sculptures on your menu now?
8: Not quite, but getting close.
9: Getting close to 100 sculptures. Mm -hmm. But Pat was never going to be a carpenter or a builder of any kind. She's a sculptress. And her tools, she always needs tools of all sorts, you know. And she just puts them in a heap somewhere and and can't find them, and they get lost, and people borrow them and everything. So I decided for Christmas to get her a very large, well-organized toolbox. And in the toolbox would be a series of screwdrivers and uh, three different size hammers and screws and bolts and nuts and washers and all sorts of things uh, in these little drawers, about 20 little drawers. You know, a husband can't get his wife a toolbox for Christmas. and
0: <laughs> I was going to bring that up. <laughs> well, yeah,
9: it wouldn't be a terribly good idea. But um, on that particular year, a sculptor somewhere made a sculpture of Pat's favorite filly at the time uh, called Lucy, and made it out of gold, sculpted in gold, hand sculpted in gold. And I bought that rascal and put it in one of those little drawers and then had it all wrapped as a Christmas present. And she kind of looked at it and then looked sideways at me and everything's fine. And I said, no, Pat, now go through there. I want you to see every little gift that I got you in this thing. And she finally got to the drawer with Landa Lucy in it. And she still has Landa Lucy. In fact, she was wearing it at a party we went to in Germany last week. So uh, that's a memory that won't go away. And the Toolbox is still here and she does a better job of containing I her tools. I was going to ask you if moment. she used barely, it. Barely,
8: barely. <laughs>
9: <laughs> yeah.
8: That's awesome. But, uh, it's- it's a lovely present. I mean, it's it's something that's very, very, very special to me. And it, it's it's this Land of Lucy, uh full out in a race mode with a jockey, and it's small enough that you can wear it around your neck or you can wear it as a pin, and it's precious.
9: I, well, I love you it. see there, uh, behind every... Score
0: one for Monty! Yeah, one. Well- <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
9: <laughs> Behind every old man decision, there is some... Some uh, softness there somewhere. I don't know. How, well, anyway, I have to ask you
0: guys. I feel like I'm in a fam I'm in the living room now of your house. I haven't <laughs> been there now, but I have to ask you guys. How important was Christmas for you guys? Did you ride on Christmas? Was it a day off from the horses? Was it any different than the other day?
9: Well, every day is a day off. <laughs> when, when you're when you're in the horse business and horses is what you love. Uh, every day is a day off and uh, a day on is a day without horses and that's that's one you have to work yourself through but um <laughs> yeah i mean it's just a fantastic thing bringing families together and and uh, remembering the past which for uh, every aspect of our lives the past is uh, mostly good so it's fond memories and uh, like I say, there's a lot of holidays, and this Easter thing uh it was Easter Sunday when I first set out to uh, complete the b b c documentary on shyboy and separated him from the herd on Easter morning and then um and then went out into the wilderness to cause him to accept his first saddle and rider and It was also Easter when I was in England for the first time in nineteen eighty nine uh, to sh- demonstrate to the queen what my concepts were all about and um i just had a call about a half an hour ago from buckingham palace and the queen wants a conversation with me in the next day or so so i'm trying to set that up uh, mm. when it's most convenient for I her want to hear about that so that relationship <laughs> has gone on uh that relationship has gone on uninterrupted for now 26 years mm-hmm. and uh i was with her practically through the whole month of October and I did the first and only demonstration ever done in Buckingham Palace this past month. Yeah,
7: at the Royal and, News.
9: Um, it was beautiful. The Duchess, the, the Duchess Camilla was there and uh, the Queen was there. The Queen wasn't going to come and it was for, um, how do you call them, Debbie? It, it was for the Brook Institute.
4: Mm-hmm. That's right.
8: And Dark the animal. Brook... Yep.
9: Yeah, Brook Animal Hospital, and the Brook is um, a foundation global for improving the lives of equids in service to human beings. And they've had me in India and Guatemala and and third world countries where horses are in the mines or the brickyards and things like that. Mm -hmm. And they really do work hard and they want to raise funds to protect equids globally. And, uh, The Queen was responsible for nodding to me when they asked me to be global ambassador, the first global ambassador for the Equids of uh, the Brook Institute.
7: It's like Doctors Without Borders. It's like they sit there. I do do want
0: to mention, too, that uh, we're going to be doing a fundraising radiothon in uh, March or April for the Brook Institute here on the Horse Radio Network. Oh, good. Oh, super. Monty, I hate to do this, but we are running out of time because we have so many other great guests. I hate to bump you off the show for Bob Baffert, but, you know, he did win the Triple Crown (laughs) this year. Uh, What am I going to
9: say? (laughs) <laughs> uh, you, t- you, you take on Bob and you, you tell him that I wish him the best holiday and I'm planning to send him a letter soon. Uh, he'll be happy to know.
0: Oh, okay, good. Nice. Thanks, very Monty. Nice. It's so Thanks, good to Dad. have you on. We okay. We you being here. Take care, Monty. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. I did feel like I was sitting in your living room with the three of you chatting. It was so cool.
7: <laughs> good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're comfortable. Um, yeah, the, everybody is, still is gathered around the ranch right now. It's um, We've got a Cyber Monday going on, so I'll plug dad for MontyRoberts.com, 30% off Monty's tack. Those Dooley halters you keep singing about? Oh, yeah. I got my new are, one. Thank you. Oh, good, good. They're okay. 30% off all day today, Cyber Monday. So go see our, our website, MontyRoberts.com.
0: Well, we appreciate that, and you're going to talk to a caller or two. We got them lined up here, so yeah, okay, let's cool. say well, hi ready, to yeah. Let's say hi to I'm Rosie ready. from Rhode Island first. Merry Christmas, Rosie!
5: Hi, Merry Christmas, Glenn. How are you guys? Hi, Rosie. We're great. Oh, good, good. I'm glad. Well, I just wanted to say, you know, thank you so much for all the work you guys do. You know, you're really the only radio network made specifically for us equestrians. You know how that is very hard to find. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I wanted to also give you a quick uh, holiday memory of mine. So a few years ago, I um, was spending Christmas with my family. Um, My mom has 13 brothers and sisters, so there's a ton of cousins. And after the dinner, I went into the kitchen and I saw all this, you know, baking stuff all over the, the counters. And I go to my mom, I said, mom, well, I, you know, dinner's all done. What are you doing? And she goes, well, honey, you know, your horse needs something for Christmas too. And I just started crying because my family has never really understood the horse crazy part of me because no one else in my large, large family uh, okay. is as horse crazy or horse crazy at all as me. And the fact that they just finally accepted me. In that respect was just so much. And that was the best Christmas I ever had. <laughs>
0: nice. Oh, that's, that's great. Awesome. That's
7: awesome, yeah. Rosie.
5: Yeah. We're, yeah, glad, so, you're, we're so glad, glad you're like, here with us. Thank you. And keep up the great work. Like I said, you guys are amazing. And it's it's so much fun to listen to you every day.
0: Thank awesome. you, Rosie. Take care. Merry Christmas.
5: Okay. Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas.
0: And uh, next up, we have uh, Celeste, who I believe won a prize, didn't she, earlier? Uh,
6: yes, Celeste
0: what? won. From Virginia. Hi, the Celeste. Smooth, stride, yeah, real jeans. I was jeans. so excited. we <laughs> are so excited
6: for you. <laughs> well,
10: you won know. the jeans, right, last I hour? the jeans.
6: We're all jealous.
10: Yeah, I got yeah, I got new riding jeans, which I'm going to wear all the time. Since you think I never change clothes when I'm with my horses, Glenn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I might have said that once. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am so glad that uh, you won those. Congratulations, and Merry Christmas to you. Thank you, thank you,
10: and I Merry just uh, wanted, to, yeah, I wanted to call and, and say, um. Thanks to, uh, well, to you guys in general for being, being so awesome and entertaining all the time and everything. But also, um, since I didn't get a chance to call in and talk to Helena on Stable Scoop, I thought it would be great to call and tell Debbie and everybody thank you. Because a long time ago, I won a, uh, I won a year subscription to the Monty Roberts University, and I activated it right before okay. I went to go yeah. pick up my little Philly, And she's gotten to start on Monty Roberts stuff from the beginning.
7: Oh, I'm so glad Lisa. for her and Sorry. you. That's awesome.
10: Yeah. It's, it, but it's just been, it's been great. Like, uh, I mean, just learning all the things that you guys do, it's just so intuitive and, you know, calm and nothing ever gets out of hand because you take everything nice like, step by step. And she really had been essentially untouched before we went in the night before we were picking her up to mess with her and um, used the little uh, full handling rope trick and all of that. And, Within about three hours, we had her loading on and off the trailer in wow. the dark, essentially. Look <laughs> and
7: at that.
10: Even, you know, yeah, I had almost. Can you please come down and do my, my pony? He
7: doesn't I'm... do the
0: trailer. Can you please help with that, please?
7: Stop doing the trailer. I need to watch the tapes,
0: Glenn. <laughs> I and i to go watch it again. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, Celeste <laughs> learns better than me. So. Yeah,
7: yeah, great. Well, Did you maybe, join?
10: Who does little enough? <laughs> you could uh, put a full, full halter or a full rope on him.
7: <laughs> there you go. A little full handler on PT. Love it.
0: Well, I'm so glad it's working for you. You know, Jamie obviously has had the same experience as so many of our listeners. Uh, just those videos, Debbie, you did them so well.
7: You're sweet. Hey, it's, yeah, it takes a the village. There's a the whole great. team of us that um, are really good. And mom, Mom's got one, a couple of them coming up, too. So um do want to... Uh, leave her out here. There's some great there's some great stuff. And there's getting to be so many. There's over like there's nearly three hundred and eighty actually. And um yeah. and it's getting it's getting a little unwieldy. Like people will say, Hey, did you ever do and I think, I don't know, I have to think three hundred and fifty Yeah, we did <laughs> <laughs> We got some beautiful ones I had did that questions. question. Did you get I a had nice that question
8: run of? by me this morning too. Did you see mom? On, on an email?
7: Yeah. we gotta do yoga. Would you mm-hmm. would you watch those Celeste? Would you do yoga for, for equestrians? Would you like to watch some of those?
10: Yeah, Celeste? that'd probably be yeah. great for balance and stretching. Yeah. And you'll look uh, really think, good well, doing it in your we, new
0: jeans. Yeah.
10: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's me. laughs>
8: well, we we've got some, some plans in the future to do a, a yoga uh segment. So oh, that's great. watch awesome. be watching.
0: watching. hmm Well, so, thank yeah. you, Celeste. Yep, we appreciate you calling check. in. Take yeah, care so. of your baby, okay?
10: Definitely. <laughs> we'll do. Merry Christmas, guys.
0: All right. Bye-bye. Merry, Merry
7: Christmas.
0: The We need to take a break for our title sponsor, and then we're going to come up to your next guest. We're going from Monty, oh. who is just like the god of all things horse, and then we're going to an Olympian. That's not too bad. And then we're going to a, a triple crown winner. You got yes, him lined up here, Debbie. Debbie,
7: good job. <laughs> you don't have enough hour. Let's go. I know.
0: <laughs> let's, uh, let's hear from one of our I know it's going by
7: so fast.
8: Paddock Boot Collection from Dublin has classic good looks, but it's what you don't see that really counts. Three years of global research went into creating a range of riding footwear that promises all day comfort and value for riders at every level. The difference is in the footbed. Dublin's innovative rider comfort system offers advanced support and cushioning along with sweat and odor control technology. This ensures that your boots feel as great at the end of a long day as they did at the start. For the full story, visit dublinclothing.com.
0: Debbie, why don't you introduce our next uh, guest?
7: Well, I think we, we have... have going to. Oh, I would love oh, that. Oh, go ahead, go, ahead. go for it. <laughs> Yes, I, I
8: would. I, it would be my pleasure because she's dear to my heart. She's a dear friend. It's Charlotte Ridal Baker is a well-known dressage trainer and FEI judge who was born and raised in Denmark before moving to the United States at the age of 22. She has an impressive list of accolades, including a team bronze medal from the 1992 Olympic Games with Mansoor, and a team silver medal from the 1997 North American Championship with Lugano. She now brings a wealth of knowledge to the assistant dressage youth coach position to the United States Equestrian Federation, the UCE, USEF, and she is loving it. And she comes back from these trips that she takes off and tells me about these young people that she's working with and she's just she says it's probably one of the greatest things that she's ever experienced so hi Charlotte are you there
11: hi Pat and Debbie hi, hi. Charlotte <laughs> how are you
7: good to We're hear from you happy, to, happy yeah. to have you on I'm so glad
11: thank, uh, thank you thank you happy to be on
7: <laughs> good we have shared um, so far we've shared a, a holiday memory with dad it was um so touching. And then mom shared too about sleds and it seems to be a theme about sleds except mom was missing the snow in the theme about <laughs> riding sleds. But we wanted to, yeah, we wanted to hear since you had grown up in Denmark, you must have some amazing, beautiful memories of snow and horses. And we wanted to hear some about that.
11: Um, well, actually, uh, for the most part, I would be working on Christmas because horses don't care that it's Christmas Good so point. <laughs> I've always Yeah and but in in Denmark we celebrate always Christmas Eve. So I would always be be riding, you know, during the day before that. And then uh, Christmas Eve we'd get together. We had a very large family and uh, one of the traditions in Denmark is that you uh you hold hands and you walk around the the tree and you sing Christmas carols and uh, something that I really love. And, uh, and then after that we would, we would open presents and Christmas day would be, um, would be more of a lunch afternoon type of thing. And that was more for also for family, but not so much, uh, an affair for the, for the children as Christmas mm-hmm. Eve was. Mm-hmm. And again, um, you know, I'd still be writing in the mornings and, uh, and often, yes, we would be riding in the snow, and I didn't have a access to a covered arena, so i would I would be doing that very often mm. and uh, more more recently, living in California uh Christmas day, I would still be riding the horses in the morning and <laughs> and sometimes when we've had rain I would be trailering over to your place and riding over there all by myself in the (laughs) Christmas morning and then we'd celebrate celebrate Christmas later in the day but uh, to me Christmas Eve was always a big celebration
7: Mm. Did you have those did you have did you have live candles on your tree like mom did too?
11: Yes (gasps) yes we did yeah we absolutely did and then we had a a big bucket of water standing close by because we always had lots of kids. And we also had at least one huge dog, either a Rottweiler or a German Shepherd around. So so, (laughs) it was a little bit of a hazard, but uh, nothing ever happened. But, but well, you,
7: you've become yeah. such a mentor to um, young people. And I know that's a big driving force in your life, too. And part of the assistant dressage youth coach position, too. And USEF has, has recognized your talents. But I know that you've um, you've fostered uh, a boy and, and you've brought him along through horses and everything, too. Is that Have you started some of your own holiday traditions, you and Joel, your husband? Uh, No,
11: we, you know, yeah, we've we've, uh, raised two foster sons and then uh, I have mentored many kids over the years and um, we have sort of stayed with the Danish traditions more or less. We've always been celebrating Christmas Eve more than than Christmas Day, Mm -hmm. Uh, but we also celebrate Christmas Day later in the day, but um, typically we celebrate Christmas Eve at home and then for the most part... Uh, we always have friends that feel sorry for us on Christmas Day, including Aww. you guys. <laughs> 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 so we always end up going to somebody's house later in the day on Christmas
7: Day. Uh, we love spending yeah. time with you. So Their we friends. drug <laughs> we drug the host, Glenn Hebert, around Solvang recently. It was, Yay. Like it was fun. And, and and I showed him those uh, Danish pancake balls, we, you know, Abel Skevers, right? Do you have any... Yeah. Do you have any da- do, you- do you cook able Skeever, Charlotte? I don't. I don't know. We grew up in Salt Lake. No,
11: I don't. Ugh. I don't cook able skiver because I don't cook anything.
4: Yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: okay, starve. wait a minute. There's the horse girl answer of the day. I don't cook anything. That describes them all right there.
7: You know what she makes I, her dinner. I, right? She makes reservations. I make, I love. Uh,
0: yes, yeah. She's good at uh, making I, reservations.
7: I can I, could, I could make a salad. And that's
11: yeah.
0: a well, I hate to do this, thank Charlotte, you. but but we have to run already. We are running out of time. I'm the one in charge of keeping everything on time today, so I apologize. Okay. But uh, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. And Merry Christmas to you out there.
11: Thank Thank you. Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank you. Bye-bye.
7: Charlotte. Bye-bye. Thank you. All
0: right. I just didn't want to run out of time. I'm sorry, guys. The hours have been going by so fast. You say 12 hours and you think, what are they going to yeah. talk about? You know, it's like, <laughs> the, they've been flying. Well, we have uh, some voicemails that were sent in. And then uh, we're going to go to our next guest. Um cheese, cheese, and cheese. <laughs> I think you're going to want to go to our next guest. So um, let's uh, hear the voicemails. And then you can do a quick introduction of a Bob Baffert like he needs one, right? So, okay, cool. Yeah. You have reached the Horse Radio Network voicemail line. Please leave your voicemail after the tone. (laughs) These listener voicemails are brought to you by Horselovers.com for all your horsey holiday shopping needs.
5: Hi, this is a message from Breeders' Cup Classic champion, Mucho Macho Man, who wanted to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday. (laughs)
11: It's just show you some again this time I'd like to leave a message for uh, Debbie Laux I absolutely love her show I've gotten so much information I've I've signed up to uh, the uh, Equus University I'm a member and uh, I go on there for all kinds of tips it's incredible I love to hear what Monty's doing and um, and how they're reaching out to people all over the world it's it's just incredible. Um, Thank you for doing it and uh, happy holidays.
12: Merry Christmas Horse Radio Network. This is Trish from South Florida. And my favorite memory, Christmas memory, is when my parents bought me my first horse. I was eight years old and we went out to the ranch to feed the cows and some other horses that are out there. And there was this Year and a half old thoroughbred chestnut mare, mm-hmm. and I turned around to my dad and I said, "Daddy, Daddy, look! There's a there's a strange horse here. Oh my God!" And he looks at me with a little smirk on his face. And he says, "Yeah, she's yours."
4: Mm.
12: And I couldn't believe it. And I ran up and I hugged her. Now remember, she's a year and a half old, but it, I didn't even think because you know I was eight years old. What did I know? And but she was great and she was my best friend for the next 30 years thank you, Merry Christmas
8: Hi, this is Sue from Connecticut and I just wanted to give a little Christmas story Um, I had bought a horse when I was first learning to ride I know green on green means black and blue and broken bones and everything but after a while um, (laughs) we had a great run in uh, beginner novice And when he became a little bit older, he became Christmas gifts from year to year for different kids who wanted to learn how to event. And so he spent probably the last 10 years of his life um, being a Christmas gift for kids who were leasing him to learn how to become inventors. And um, that's my favorite Christmas story.
5: I hope everyone has a great Christmas and Merry Christmas to everyone
4: around the world. Take care. Bye.
2: This is the 12 Horse Days of Christmas from the Johnson
9: family.
4: On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a 12-hour podcast.
12: Eleven diners naked.
4: Ten miles of Tevis. Nine milk-free spreaders. Eight flying changes. Seven stars to muck out. Six dually
7: halters.
2: Five flexing forks.
7: Four boots, Three riding helmets. (laughs) Two sets of sticks.
2: And an Andalusian
4: rooster in a tree.
0: Merry Christmas for the past. Horselovers.com is the one-stop shop for everything this holiday season. They have between 120,000 and 150,000 products available at any given time and cover every category possible. And they love their customers. There's no reason to go anywhere else. And they have holiday flash sales going on right now. One product at an amazing price for 24 hours, then it's gone. Again, customers should visit the site every day to see the new flash sale. You don't want to miss any of the items because sometimes the quantities are limited. Visit early, visit often, visit every day during the holidays. You might find that one thing you're looking for at an unbeatable price at Horselovers.com. That's lovers with a Z. Well, now let's, uh, everybody's waiting for this. You might as well introduce them.
7: Well, he needs no introduction, but I'll do it anyway. Bob Baffert just <laughs> achieved the greatest accomplishment in racing by training the Thoroughbred American Pharaoh and winning the 2015 Belmont Stakes, capping the third jewel of that elusive Triple Crown, right? The first to do so in 37 years. Bob's trained four Kentucky Derby winners, six Preakness Stakes winners, and two each of the Belmont Stakes and the Kentucky Oaks winners. This year, Bob and American Pharaoh won the 141st Kentucky Derby, bringing the total number of victories in the derby to four. So when American Pharoah won the 2015 Belmont Stakes, the win was the fourth attempt at a Triple Crown for Mr. Baffert. And then American Pharoah w- became the first Triple Crown champion to win the Breeders' Cup Classic too, with a wire-to-wire win on October 30th, 2015 at Keeneland. American Pharoah is one of the leading contenders for Sports Illustrated's 2015 Sportsman of the Year, so go vote, because there is no other display of sportsmanship in 2015 that even came close to what Ahmad Zayat and Bob Baffert did for American Pharaoh. Please listen to Bob Baffert. And I want to say, right
0: before this gets started, we pre-recorded this, and this is only a part of it. This is about half of the total interview, and when will they be able to listen to the other half?
7: That we will put up December 15th. I'm so excited.
0: So that'll be on the Horsemanship Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network on December 15th. Is that correct? That's
7: right. Horsemanshipradio.com. And that is uh, with IFA.com and Omega Fields as our sponsors. Thank you. Well, welcome, Bob Baffert. I'm excited to have you on Horsemanship Radio on the Horse Radio Network. And we feel very privileged. It's been an exciting year.
3: Um, It's been a very exciting year. Thanks for having me on.
7: Yeah, I don't know if you'll remember this. I love when people start with those lines. But we met on the day that um, Dad Monty Roberts was racing a six-year-old Sabiango who had just won the Charles Whittingham Memorial Handicap at Hollywood Park, and uh, that day there was a young jockey named Tyler Bayes up top. I don't remember that. That's
3: you're going. You're going back now, but I remember that was the most. That was a beautiful horse. He was from. I think it was from Germany or yep. something.
7: Yep. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm.
3: He was a really nice horse, beautiful horse, and um, I remember uh, Tim Yakteen, who uh, who was helped get him ready for me. He, I, I give him most of the credit there because he did all the work with him. My assistant.
7: Yes. Yeah. He was. He was uh, very pleased that day. It was a great win, and it was you know Charles Winningham had a warm place in our heart too. So that whole thing was a um, a nice triumph. But um, I, I want to get into. Uh, it's the Christmas season here, and we have—we are uh, in the midst of a radiothon, and we're doing some things to give some prizes away. And you and your wife, Jill, have donated to several charities, and I just want to honor you in that. Um, following the American Pharaoh's Triple Crown Triumph, I know that you guys have committed—you donated $50,000, some crazy number like that, to— the uh, charities like Thoroughbred Aftercare Alliance and the California Retirement Aftercare Account and the Permanently Disabled Jockey Fund, Old Friends, one of my favorites, Old Friends Farm in Kentucky, too. I really, I appreciate you doing that, you and Jill, for your commitment to giving back.
3: Well, you know, this, this business has been so good to us, and so we just felt, you know, if you can, if you can afford to do it. We're in a position where, well, we want to give back, and, um, and and those, you know, these the horse organizations, you know, we need to be re- more responsible. Back when I was growing up, you know, we really didn't think about things like that. Now it's like um, it's it's like the main topic in our industry. You know, we have to take care of these these horses when they're done, you know, off the racetrack. So I, I, it's really mm-hmm. working out well. There's some really good farms out there, and these these horses are finding homes, and it's pretty difficult these days to find homes for them, but, mm-hmm. uh, but we're just glad to be part of it.
7: Thank you. Well, thank you for doing that. I know that um, that's really been keen in the list of things that people like to see grow in the industry, so thanks for being a leader in that and making that commitment. Yeah, I, I know you grew up on a family farm, like 240 acres near the Mexican border in Arizona, with seven children. Is that right?
3: Yes, I was in Nogales, Arizona. Grew up like three miles north of the border. And, wow. Um, it's been very uh it was it was a great experience going up on a ranch and um going around around horses, cows, chickens and um you know we at a young age we were all giving responsibilities to, to care for the animals so you really you learn a lot you know when you you know, when you're responsible for animals at a young age you learn you know how to deal with them because if you don't feed them, no, they're not going to get fed. So, right. uh, it was, it, a lot. Of, it was a great learning experience.
7: Yeah, well, your parents must have been amazing. Do you? It's Bill and Ellie, is what I read. And do you still have them? Are they still with we, us?
3: No, they're not with us. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, they passed a few years ago, and that's why I was very, I was very emotional during the old Triple Crown run because, you know, it was, it was sort of sad that they weren't around to see it, and um, my mother. You know, she always told me you know, I was going to win the Triple Crown, and oh, yeah. uh, they were there for the other one. But um, it was um, that's the only thing I just wish they hadn't been around to, to see it. But I'm sure they were watching from above. I think I always, so. Yeah. You know, they were sort of helping out.
7: I think so. I, I like to think that 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 whole they're still with us uh, that way. If they felt that that was a real dream, how is it growing up with seven children in a in the Baffert family? Is were you all into the horses and? And the animals?
3: Well, we um, when there's seven of us, and um, and our television kept on. We had this antenna, I remember, out in the fields, and the cows kept knocking it down. <laughs> so sometimes we didn't have television for long periods of time. So we had to entertain ourselves. So we entertained each other. The uh, middle children. I was number four, so I usually hung out with my number five brother, and so uh, we just found ways to when you're on a ranch you can go out and do whatever you want and mm-hmm. and uh, my parents would take us to Mission Beach for the summers and drop us off and go back to work and you you worked really hard my parents really mm-hmm. worked hard so um, mm-hmm. I, we, we got we had a great childhood I we, we grew up the right way and he you know my father taught us uh, from a young age the responsibility, you have to be very responsible, and that's really stuck to me all these years.
7: Mm-hmm. And you have a strong work ethic, and you seem to have imparted that to the people that work around you that work too, which is great. I think that's why you're you're highly respected. Um, I, I don't know anybody that's dealt with animals to the length of a career as yours that isn't as strong, doesn't have a strong work ethic. So um, I'm sure you're passing that on to Bodie. Am I right?
3: Well, hopefully, you know, when yeah. you uh, grow up around animals in a ranch, it's seven days a week, so when you're used to something like that, it's not, you know, a lot of people, they want to take the weekends off. And
9: mm-hmm.
3: I don't know if Bodie wants to be a horse trainer. He wants to be, um, he wants to be a meteorologist and work uh, giving out weather. He's really into weather. He's just, he, matter of fact, after the Triple Crown, he had a he did the weather with on um, with the weather channel. Um, he was Sam Champion, so that was pretty uh, cool. He was very excited about that.
7: So, with you and Bodie and Jill, are there any family holiday traditions that you remember from your time in your family that you've carried on now to these days?
3: Uh, not really, because we were we we do a lot of traveling now that we're um, you know Jill and Bodie they. We go to these races, and so we just sort of live a—I live a totally different life than I did when I was growing up. Um, you know, especially when you grow up in a quiet little town like Douglas, Arizona. There's
4: mm-hmm.
3: not a lot to do. But now living in Southern California, it's just the hustle bustle, and it's a totally different style of living. And so um, I've adapted to Southern California the last forty years I've been here.
7: Uh, And I I couldn't miss asking you a few questions about your training abilities. Your dad said that you always had, I I read where he was quoted as saying that you always had something special with horses and um, that you you read them well, you work with them well. And, uh, you know, I've lived long enough to see that champions make champions generally because the horses love them. And I read quotes that you had said, too, that um, you love your horses and that um, if you love your horses, they respond. Uh, so you have to love your horse. So tell me about um, American Pharaoh. I mean, every champion has something special and unique between his trainer and him, I think. And so what's something about American Pharaoh that makes that relationship special for you?
3: He was... American Pharaoh was... Um, when he first came, he was a little bit rambunctious. He was wanting to do too much, he was wanting to be, he wanted to go too fast too early, so we had to work with him to quiet him down a little bit and um, his first race was sort of disastrous he um, going to the the paddock, he was just a mess he he really wasn't handling it well, Uh, with the blinkers he was tough in the warm up um, with the pony going to the gate, he got in the gate he tried to act up in the gate Broke, stepped slow, made the lead, then just stopped, and just, it was just a bad out, and, you know, just a, not a good experience for him, and I was really, I was really disappointed because I really thought, you know, he was, we were hoping he was the next coming, we're always hoping that we're going to have the next right. uh, the big horse, and uh, I've been fortunate to have all these big horses, so we're, uh, disappointed disappointed is out, but then after that, we decided we took the blankets off, we schooled them a lot, and... We noticed that he was um, he was real sensitive to sound. Mm-hmm. I remember we were schooling him in the morning and it was like eleven o'clock in the morning, ten o'clock in the morning, walking over at Del Mar and somebody turned on a tractor. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just spooked. He just the noise got him, so we decided to put some cotton in his ears. Maybe try mm-hmm. him with that and then from then on he was very quiet. He was it was just it pacified him somehow. And, um, so I eventually got these little earplugs that I ordered online, these little sheepskin <laughs> earplugs for
7: mm-hmm.
3: like six ninety five. Really? <laughs> and, um, he's made $8 million of those earplugs. So <laughs> it was pretty good. It was a good investment.
7: Uh, I can see it now. Bob Baffert earplugs. You get to endorse those things.
3: <laughs> you know what? Well, I got, Somebody asked me the other day, I got a call from some guy, had a, some, there's some friend that was a barrel racer and, Mm-hmm. The horses needs some kind of plugs. Want to know what kind I use? So they want to know what my secret plugs yeah. were. I, <laughs> it's just easy. Just on the web, there you can buy them. Um,
7: yeah, behavioral the genius. Now. Oh, they've, <laughs> they've dropped. Yeah, well, the use of them has gone up, so it's a quantity of things. I
3: actually tried. I, I I contacted the people who make them. I so said, I just want you to realize that this horse, Triple Crown horse, is mm-hmm. using your earplugs, Like, you no, know, so they leave.
7: They just really said,
3: "Oh,
7: thanks, it's good." Oh, thanks! <laughs> that like, no biggie. Uh, I have no idea. Well, what I loved about. That you said, I think this is what you want to see in every third. But that he always looks like he's having fun out there, and you talk about his ears twitching, and I just love hearing that because that means everybody's in your team is doing something right. You're you're feeding him well. He's he's fit, and um, they can't they can't be having fun if not everything's put together. So I I appreciate you bringing that champion on like that, and that you said every time you run him, he shows a new dimension. Were those dimensions behavioral, or was it that he was just stronger each time?
3: Well, you know what—he really changed physically from January to March. His he got his body; he got longer. He came mm-hmm. told he was like a short coupled horse. Had a short back, and then he got longer. In The last two months, he grew up, stretched out, and um, but his stride is what really mm-hmm. set him apart. He, his his mechanics, his fluids dried.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Really, he jumped a long way, and he did it without really having to work at it. Mm-hmm. And um, and he was quick. He was quick on his feet. And so, but he had a he he had a great he's got a great mind. Um, he's got a nice smart head. He's got a soft eye. He's just a mm-hmm. very and a sweet loving horse he, was, mm-hmm. he would put your head in your lap he was spoiled rotten he was you know, <laughs> he's one of those like when you brought him out and you go to take him back to the stall he didn't want to go back to the stall he wanted to stay yeah. out there and enjoy a little bit longer and and he was just he was pretty pampered and spoiled but um when he came down to training he really enjoyed training and that. and i think that's very important for these horses mm-hmm. they have to enjoy what they're doing Mm-hmm. And you could tell when he got out there and galloped or if he breathed. He had those ears forward, you know, happy. When you see those ears clicking forward, you know your horse is happy. And um, and every time we worked him, um, he never had a bad work. He always had a really good work. And so um, it's very rare. Sometimes you'll breathe a horse and you'll, you won't be happy with it. He was always... It was never a bad work. He was just... Mm-hmm spot on every time
7: we breathe them. I appreciate you giving us this time. It's um, a crazy year, and you uh, could put your time in a lot of different places instead of us. So thank you again for being our guest today, and I hope we get to talk to you down the road. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Bob Baffert. All right.
6: All right. Well, that was great to hear from Bob Baffert. All about American Pharaoh.
0: And hey, next hey, we Before have- we go on here, I just wanted to mention, I know I'm talking to nobody but the recorded people, but Debbie, we seem to have lost the live feed. Mm-hmm. Um, f- a good timing there, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, fortunately, most people listen recorded anyway, right? Yeah, that's um, right. And they'll get to hear that. But uh, I am working on that now. So why don't you guys do the prizes while I still try and get the live feedback? It looks to be a problem not on our end. So
7: Okay. All right. Sorry about that. Yeah.
6: Okay, so the next, so our prizes we have for this hour are the Cavallo Western Barrel Endurance Stock Pad. It's the performance enhanced pad worth $165. It has all the great characteristics of Cavallo's regular barrel endurance and stock pad, but it has the tri-density with uh, the performance-enhanced panels. This performance-enhanced saddle pad has firm polyfiber sheets inserted alongside the protective memory foam inserts, creating internal stability, which serves to further equalize the load in high-performance sports. These panels produce an inner equilibrium that even in very active rider of movement or saddle stress situations will allow a more complete utilization of the horse's scapula. The ultimate in saddle pads, benefiting both horse and rider. Visit cavallo-inc.com. And our second prize is the fabulous one-year membership to Monty Roberts Equus Online University. Woohoo! (laughs) <laughs> Woohoo, The Rosetta Stone of Equus. I love that description. Monty has shown and trained championship horses his whole life, but the breakthrough came in 1989 when he revealed that he could put a saddle, bridle, and rider on an unstarted horse in under 30 minutes. A fraction of the time it took traditional horsemen. Next came his New York Times bestseller, The Man Who Listens to Horses, in 1996. And it started a revolution in the way horses are trained. Finally, in 2009, Monty launched his Equus Online University. Now over 350 interactive video lessons, available 24-7 for students to learn Monty's gentle techniques. You can find him at www.montyrobertsuniversity.com so Thank Pat, you! Yeah, that's Thank awesome. You. Pat, why don't you pick a number... Between two and let's see how many lucky contestants we have—a number between two and one hundred and thirty for
7: the saddle pad. Is Pat still there? Is Pat with us? Oh no! Okay, well, (laughs) Debbie, you get to. It's just you and me, Wendy. (laughs) That's right. Okay, let's give it eighty-eight.
6: 88. Okay, 88. Our lucker, lucky winner is
7: Karina Marot. Karina so congratulations, Marot. Write Karina. Write that down. Congratulations, Karina. Thanks
6: That's for awesome. listening. Okay, now for the big prize, the uh, your, your graciously donated prize of the Equus University. So give us a number between 2 and
7: 130. Uh, 123. Ooh,
6: one of the new ones. Okay, 123 <laughs> is... Kathy White. So congratulations, Kathy. Congratulations, what Kathy White. Yeah,
7: you please. and I will be talking, Kathy. Awesome.
6: <laughs> thank you. That's great. Well, Debbie, thank you so much for your great interviews. You brought like a, uh, the, yeah, she delivered. You, you brought the grand slam of guests and, um, and thank you so much for joining us on the, Hey, Earth thanks, Radio thanks Network. for You're having a us great part thanks. of our family.
7: You're sweet, Wendy. And I look forward to hearing from you down the road.
6: All right, thanks so much. Next up, we're going to have Tammy and Tootie with The Road to the Horse.
7: That's good, and I'm going to
0: try and reset the uh, the feed here and see if we can get that back up and running. apologize for that, everybody. Thank you, Pat. Pat, where can people buy your sculptures real quick?
6: Uh, we lost Pat. so Oh, no, she's here, I
0: think. Yep. There you go.
6: Hi. Go.
8: Oh, go to my website, www.patrobertsculpture.com, and uh, you can see what, what I've been doing for the last few years.
0: Very good. And I have seen many of them having been to your house. And that would be a gift that a horse husband would not get in trouble for. I'm just saying. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yes, for sure. Right. Thank you, guys. Bye. All Thanks. right, talk Thank to you. you. Bye-bye. Spread your Thanks, Debbie. wings
4: and fly.
0: Jump
4: into the sky For the very first time You're gonna leave your sorrows behind As long as you stand on your feet No one else can pull you down Cause you are stronger than